Welcome to this series of Bible lessons on the New Testament. In these 42 lessons, we will teach the history of the Lord Jesus as delivered to us in the four Gospels. We will start with the days that led up to Christ's humble birth in Bethlehem. We will then look at his blessed ministry, his suffering, his death, and resurrection. His humble life on earth concludes with his ascension, and after this, the blessed outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, we will teach the calling and ministry of the greatest evangelist that ever lived, Paul the Apostle. These last lessons are taught from the book of Acts and include Paul's missionary journeys. Be sure to use the lesson guide with questions and knowledge exercises presented with these lectures. We hope these lessons are a blessing to you. Thank you. In Lesson 17 of our Bible study on the life and the ministry of Christ, we wish to study three different parables. The first one is the Good Samaritan, which you may find in Luke 10, verse 25 through 37. The second parable is about the foolish rich man, which we may find in Luke 12, verses 13 through 31. And the third parable is about the Great Supper, which is recorded in Luke 14, verse 15 through 24. And so Jesus is still teaching parables. And this time we wish to focus on three parables that he taught at different times. And the first parable is about the Good Samaritan. You may find this in Luke 10, verse 25 through 37. A lawyer comes to Jesus to tempt him with the question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Now hear the question well, to inherit eternal life. No, he does not believe that that is given freely by grace alone, but he wants to earn it. He wants to inherit it through his works. And then Jesus, knowing the heart of this man, asks him, what is written in the law? And this lawyer knows the law well. Hear what he says. He says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as yourself. So he knows the golden rule very well. And then Jesus says to him, Do this and thou shalt live. Oh, this a lawyer thought he had done all this, and therefore he wants to justify himself. And then he asks Jesus, but who is my neighbor? And that is when Jesus then tells this parable. In this parable, uh, there is a man who is traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho. And this is not a safe road to travel on. And so Jesus is using a real example. 
And he says, This man then is overtaken by thieves and robbers, and they rob him of his possessions, and they leave him lying there on the road, half dead. And then they leave him lay there on that road, seriously wounded. And then this man is hoping that there will be someone who will come by, who will help him, who will rescue him. And as he lays there, suddenly he hears footsteps, and he tries to look, and there he sees a priest coming. And oh, a little hope begins to rise in his heart, because a priest is a holy man. We would think that he would be willing to help this poor man. But this priest takes a look and sees blood, and then he thinks, no, I can't go there, because then I will be unclean. So he goes across the road, and he passes by the man. A little while later, another man is coming. It is a Levite. Again, we would think a man who would be willing to help someone in need. But there we read also that he went around, crossed the road, and went around. Oh, how disappointed this poor man is that these priest and Levite did not help him. But oh, he hears more footsteps, and he tries to look, and oh, there he sees a Samaritan. Oh, now he, he actually hopes this man will walk around then he doesn't have to do anything with him. But no, this Samaritan now comes to him, and he begins to bind up his wounds, and he pours oil and wine into those wounds. And then he picks this man up, he takes him, and he sets him on his ass, his donkey, and he takes him into the city, and there brings him to an inn. There he takes care of him for that day, and the next day when he must go on, he gives money to the innkeeper, and he says, please take care of this man, and if I have to pay you more later, I will when I come back again. So now Jesus turns to this lawyer and asks him, now who is the neighbor? And notice how this lawyer answers. He says, the man who showed mercy. He doesn't even dare to say the name Samaritan. He hates and despises those Samaritans so much. But then Jesus says to him, go and do likewise, to show mercy to those in need. So you may ask the same question, who is my neighbor? Well, then, from this parable, we also hear that it is anyone in need, not just your friends, but anyone in need. So we can show mercy uh, to those that are poor, uh, those that are afflicted, or even in other countries uh, where they have uh, suffered uh, t terrible uh, storms or calamities. <clears throat> So we are also called not only to know the law, 
but to do the law, to show mercy to our neighbors, because that is fulfilling the law. In the second parable, the foolish rich man, which we find in Luke 12, verse 13 through 35, we see a man come to Jesus and ask him uh, to tell his brother to share the inheritance. Then Jesus uh, first tells this man, I am not come to be a judge, to divide inheritance. But then Jesus goes on to tell this man, he says, do not be a covetous. Do not be so concerned about possessions and money because life is much more than that. And then he begins to tell the parable. <clears throat> he says, a rich man has much land. And as he looks over his land, he sees his crops that they promise a very good harvest. And then this rich man begins to think, but my barns aren't big enough to hold that harvest. So what must I do? And then he decides to tear down his old barns and to build new and bigger ones as so that he can hold all of his harvest. And when his harvest has been brought in, oh, then he says to him, himself, soul, thou hast much goods, take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God says, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Oh, and then this rich man can take nothing along. Whose will it be? We must leave everything behind. And so Jesus tells this man and us, take no thought of what you will eat or what you will drink. Do not be so busy and so concerned about those things of this time, this earth, which moth and rust will corrupt. He says, look at the ravens. They do not sow and they do not reap, and yet God feedeth them. They do not suffer. And so, we must learn that riches and possessions, that's what the world seeks after. But Jesus says to you and to me and to this man, but seek ye the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added unto you. Then God will provide according to our needs. No, it is not wrong to be rich. We see examples of that in the Bible. Think of Abraham, think of Job, Solomon. They were all rich. But the question is, where is our heart? Is our heart set on those riches? Or may we use those riches to serve God? There is the lesson for this parable. And then uh, Jesus uh, teaches a third parable about the Great Supper, which we can find in Luke 14, verse 15 through 24. At this time, Jesus is in the house of a Pharisee, and one of the guests in this house says to Jesus, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Oh, then Jesus uses this parable to explain 
who is blessed and who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. And in this parable, he says, a man has made a great supper. He has sent invitations out to many guests. And when this supper is prepared, he sends his servant to go and call those guests and to tell them that the supper is ready. But then when he comes to those guests, they begin to make excuses. Uh, the first one says, I have bought a piece of land. I must go and see it. Please have me excused. The second one says, I have bought five yoke of oxen. And he says, I must go and prove them. Please have me excused. Now you understand that you would not buy a piece of land without looking at it. You would not buy five yoke of oxen without trying them. So these are excuses. The third one says, I have married a wife. Please have me excused. And so they go on. Oh, when the servant comes back and he tells his master, he says, they have all made excuses. There is none that are coming. Oh, then the master of the house is angry and he sends his servant into the streets. And he says, go and call the poor, the maimed, and the blind, and bring them in. And when the servant has done this, he comes to the master and says, there is still room. And then the master says, go into the highways and the hedges. Bring the poor, bring the beggars, bring anyone, till my house is full. And then he says, but none of those that were bidden shall taste of my supper. And so Jesus is using this parable to teach us a lesson. The gospel goes out to many and we all make excuses. The one says when I am older, the next one says when I have more time and so on. And so Jesus then takes the gospel and sends his messengers with that gospel, his servants, uh, to the heathens, to the ends of the earth, uh, to call sinners uh, to come in. And they will be compelled to come in by grace, and his house will be full. Our lesson there too is that heaven will be full. Many are called but few are chosen. But those who are chosen, they will be brought in until the house is full. And so the question for you and for me is not that we cannot be saved, but we will not be saved because we make excuses after excuses. May the Lord bind it upon our heart that we must be prepared before it is too late. Thank you.